Hello, world's ladies of nerditude again. My name is Jill. And I'm Francine. What's up? We're back. That's we what's up. All right. <laughs> Where have we been? I Everywhere. went to Yeah, I went to California for my sister-in-law's wedding. It was mm-hmm. gorgeous and wonderful. Um, I feel like we've been all over like northern Nevada and California during our time off. True. Right? Like we've just kind of been just like everywhere. doing all the things. Yeah. Um, so it's been an exciting and really hot summer. Yeah. Here. That is smoky though. Thank goodness. I'm cool with oh, it. knock on wood that that does not come. But like it's already August and it hasn't been too bad. Whew. Which is great. Yeah. No wildfires, please. Be responsible if you uh are going anywhere in nature and you plan to have any fire with you. Please don't do that to the rest of us and yourself and nature. That's not cool, man. Yeah. So um, we also went and watched Thor 4 More Thor. (laughs) Is that the official name now? (laughs) I don't know. It's just like it really stuck with me. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, You've seen it twice. I have. The second time with me. I did. But you went. Well, it was good enough for you to go and see more than once. I went. uh, (laughs) I believe it was the day after it opened. Mm. Um, and I was about it. Yeah. And then you were like, you have to go see it. And, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I will go see that again. And I did. You did. With me. I did. <laughs> and my boyfriend who yes. was a little confused, but, yeah. that, but that's the usual. He's so. not really a Marvel person. No, he's not really a movie person. Yeah. And he's not really like a pop culture uh, vulture no. person either. No. So that's like a tough combination. He only saw it the second time, right? Like just with yeah. me. Yeah. Um, yes. And that was enough for him. I'm sure. Yep. We got to the theater and he was like, <laughs> okay, I saw it. <laughs> I'm done. Don't make me watch it again. Which is pretty much how he reacted yeah. to multiverse of madness too. So yeah. Like when it comes out on Disney plus, I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, okay, well you had fun. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's not for everyone. The MCU isn't for everyone, but he was a good sport when we were at the movie theater. Exactly. So, and you know, I think, I think particularly with this movie, it's like, you know, if you're not a fan of, Taika Waititi's humor and stuff like that. I can see why some people didn't enjoy it, but personally, it's up there for me mm. amongst my faves. I didn't love it. It's like not in my top. Yeah. You know, Marvel outings. I think it was very Taika. Like parts of it <laughs> took me out of it. It was a lot. <laughs> but overall, I really enjoyed it. It's not as good as Ragnarok. True. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, well, we could talk a little bit about what we liked and what we we're didn't talk a love. Lot about it. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about it. So spoilers for this movie. And I feel like we can mostly avoid spoilers from a lot of other movies, except for the Thor movies. I feel like those are the ones that like I want to connect it to the yeah, most. Yeah. I was going to say Thor, maybe a little bit of like Avengers and like game and stuff, maybe, but like mostly just anything, anything where Thor appears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we can pretty much avoid low key spoilers right now, but like just be prepared that things may come up in this conversation Mm. that may be spoiler E. Oh, I'm always ready to talk about (laughs) Loki. Just because it's like the nature of the MCU, right? Like everything is somehow connected to everything else. Mm -hmm. So you can only do so much to like not have that happen. So you've, you've gotten your warning. 
there are spoilers ahead. Yeah. Be so, prepared. Um, okay, let's let's discuss what we didn't like first. <laughs> so I felt that the like the it feels like the same way that I really enjoyed Multiverse of Madness as a horror outing. Mm-hmm. This felt like a similar type of like attempt at a comedy. Mm-hmm. Marvel movie. And I don't know that that was totally successful to me. Like it was so far into comedy that mm. I felt like the comedic parts were like too much for me, for me. Cause I'm not a comedy person. I was going to say, I know you're not a comedy person. I am a comedy person. You are. Um, but for me, there was a couple of things that went a little too over the top. Like for example, the beginning of the movie, when Thor does like the splits and holds those two the motorcycle motorcycle things or whatever things apart, yeah, I that like took me out of it and it also went on too mm-hmm. long. Um, things like that, but um, or like uh, the bow thing, I was a little mm-hmm. that was a little much, and the full back tattoo was a little much. <laughs> that whole scene but was a lot. It was a lot, but other parts of it. I was okay with being with it being a little much for the following reasons. Thor's been through some shit. True. And I I enjoyed seeing him happier. Mm. Like it was joyful to you. Yeah, because yeah. I mean dude. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's basically everyone that he loves uh, has been taken away you know, from him. And, and he's the character who they usually use to address like mental health stuff mm-hmm. the the most, I would say. So it was kind of nice to see him getting back his life yeah, and deciding to be a hero and and deciding for himself that he is worthy Mm. and all that stuff. I enjoyed that part of it. And yeah, there's going to be, it was nice to see him laugh. Okay. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, also I felt like this gave Jane a personality. Mm. Um, and I thought that some of the comedy was wisely used to, um, kind of show how life is in Asgard now because I, f- I feel like they have to kind of laugh about some stuff otherwise yeah. what a bummer they're basically a diasporic people mm-hmm. like you know their whole freaking world got destroyed so they're rebounding right they're like mm-hmm. processing the sort of the um cultural trauma yeah and I think that like when they when they were showing new Asgard and and they were like oh you know the infinity cones mm-hmm. and and stuff like that it was like nice to kind of have a little bit of a laugh included in that because it's like yeah if you think about it too much it's like yeah they had to they lost everything yeah and I'm glad that they have an ice cream shop right my god <laughs> yeah so yeah and it it felt a little bit like a play like a joke on like mainly Americans, but even like all of earth Oh yeah, that they kind of turned it into like a tourist attraction mm-hmm. as like a way to, you know, survive. Yeah. They are the cool thing, the experience but I to go have. That because it's like, you kind of, kind of laugh about it and roll your eyes or whatever, but it's like, yeah, that's it's true. That's what would happen. Yeah. There would be cruise ships going to new mm-hmm. Asgard and, and things like that. So but yeah, it's like parts parts of the comedy took me out of it, and I I feel like they could have maybe smoothed that out a little bit. Yeah. But the villain was amazing. He so. was my favorite part. I, I usually not a Christian Bale fan, but yeah, I'm like not a huge Christian Bale fan, but I really do respect, I appreciate how committed 
he is. Like, he's so committed. He's such a method actor. And, like, he just dug in to this character. And this from a man who was like, I'm never doing a superhero movie again. After Dark Knight, he was like, never again. And then they were like, how about this villain part? And he was like, tell me more. So I... It's like Taika, you say. I like that he kind of like gave it another chance in a completely opposite way. And uh, and really like brought his Christian baleness to it. Yeah. Because I, I think this character needed it. And I and I bring him up because we're I mean, like we're still talking about stuff we didn't like, but I bring that up because I, I know a lot of people didn't totally like him. Yeah. Uh his ending mm. anyway. But for me I was like, no, I I felt like he had a complete storyline yeah. and I cried for him. Yeah. I wanted more of him. I wanted more of his story. I felt like he was underutilized. And so going back to things I didn't love, like because I liked him so much, I wish they had used him more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were going for like a Hannibal Lecter. Like he has a little bit of screen time, but the aura of him is always there. I don't feel like that was totally successful. I would have liked if they had done more with him killing the other gods. True. Yeah. You're the god butcher. Because I, I get that like... He's the thing that goes bump in the night for Thor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and Thor is not aware of him at first. Like, okay, fine. But when you're just seeing, like, the trail of destruction, because, like, Thor said the porcupine-looking thing was, like, the <laughs> nicest god there yes. ever was. Well, then I want to know, like, what was Gore's, like, reasoning on that one? Because, mm-hmm. like, I, like... First time he picked up the sword, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. He deserved it. I, mm-hmm. I get why he did that. But, I, like, I know the sword, like, tainted him yeah. and stuff. But I was just kind of like, also, though, there comes a point where, you know, they're, they're not all Zeus. Mm-hmm. They're not all, yeah, whatever, whoever the guy was at the beginning. I actually didn't catch what that god's name Ooh, was. Oh, I forget. Koru or something so, like that. Something like that, I think. But, you know, I, I would have liked. And I also, I don't know. I kind of felt like by acknowledging that there were so many other gods and stuff, I wanted more information about that Mm -hmm. and like how Thor fit into that. How they all fit into the larger world. Yeah. And like, why is Zeus running the show? And that was the other thing, like as the mythology dorks that we are, um, when they're like, oh, Zeus is the oldest. So he's in charge. And I was like, no, he's not. not. No, no, he's not. (laughs) No, he's not. Maybe maybe you could make the argument that he's really ruthless because, you know, yeah. the whole, like, Olympians versus Titans thing. Like, okay, maybe he rules, you know, like, because everyone's afraid of him. But then he was so ridiculous. That was the thing. Like, I, I didn't buy him as the guy in charge. Unless all the other gods are really stupid. I enjoy his Italian accent. <laughs> His Shirley Temple hair was but a lot. But then I was like, <laughs> and his little if he skirt. has an Italian accent, why is he Zeus? I think it was supposed to be a Greek accent. Was it? Because I, I, I just heard Italian. I think. But. I'm not sure. I was like. Uh, it could go either I was way. Like, Zeus is Greek. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it was supposed to be Greek. Uh, but yeah. I cannot say for sure. It was, it was muddy in there. Well, and I just, I wanted to hear more like from the other gods that weren't greco-roman or norse yeah Yeah. i wanted to hear like from the the other ones who get kind of pushed to Mm -hmm. the side and i bet they were like okay you guys clearly don't know what the fuck's going on can we be in charge yeah y'all suck that kind of thing i i just wanted to know 
and also because when they were seeing what Gore had done, Thor was saying, oh, I knew that one. And I knew that. Well, I want to I want to hear more about, mm. like, what was going on in your life before the Avengers? Because, like, yeah, you knew all these gods and you were, like, hanging yeah, out like, and partying. How do you know them? Did yeah. you? I mean, aside from going to the orgies every year or whatever <laughs> Zeus had going on, it was just kind of like how. Yeah. Like, how do you guys interact? And, like, if you guys are interacting all the time why don't our mythological stories of you reflect that? Mm, good question. Yeah. These are the things that bother me. Yeah. So I don't know if I completely bought the like star Wars Senate of gods that situation. Was, was, <laughs> oh, but I liked the visual of like, I did really like that. They were showing gods from different places. And yeah. Gods you might not expect and things like that. But, um, I got, I was really happy to see the Maori gods mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but I just can't imagine again, knowing mythology as we do that any of them would want to listen to any yeah. other. I mean, let's be real. Zeus couldn't even get the other Olympians to listen to him Very half the true. time. So how is he going to get, yeah, it's the orgies, you know, you know well, and, it, and he's like, Oh, <laughs> Odin's dead. And all I could think was like, yeah, I bet you and Odin didn't get along very right? well and stuff like that. And so, I had questions. Mm -hmm. And also, why wasn't Thor invited? Yeah. And if he's still a god and he's like one of the only gods left in Asgard. Yeah. Well, new Asgard, I guess yeah. now. Like, how does that work? And did like Loki go to this like Senate? Because I can't see him. Oh, you know, he went him. to the orgies. Right. But, like, <laughs> but I can't see him listening to anyone. Well, and then that makes me think about the other trickster gods. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like where are they and who they, are they listening to? They're just to? like, okay, you guys go get <laughs> snacks. Right. The rest of us are going to be talking. So like Loki and Coyote and <laughs> Anansi are like hanging out in the corner. Yeah. But it brings up more questions than it answers. Yeah. But I don't know. It was kind of interesting to see how they all fit into the MCU a little bit. Um, I'm not jazzed on Hercules, though. I can say that. No, me either. I think that was a almost. It felt like in the moment like a waste of a post credit scene to me. Like yeah. I would have want. I wanted a post credit scene that like tied it all back together a little bit more. I would have preferred that than like introducing this new. It felt very Black Adamy. It did, and. I don't like, know. I also understand that like Chris Hemsworth can't be Thor forever. Sure. And I get that we're setting up love young Avengers, man, the new Avenger situation. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I do not think that Hercules is taking out that Thor. Let's fair. put it that way. Very fair. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, really? Mm -hmm. That's who he's going to face next because it feels it, like a step down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. And I read a couple things that like, the um, casting decision was made sort of at the last minute and like they didn't have a lot of time to prepare to have like a really physical like Hercules. So maybe that's why he felt kind of underwhelming, um, especially when Chris Hemsworth was like jacked so huge and Holy like so. Shit. How did that guy scratch the back of his head? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Someone else did it for him. <laughs> wow. He can't bend his arm that much. Um yeah, I, I think that was a little bit of a letdown. Like, I would have rather seen something else that felt a little cooler or, like, felt a little more exciting. That that post credit scene didn't make me go, like, ooh. It made no. me go, eh. I was like, oh, Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Like, okay. Also, like, 
why would Hercules want to help Zeus? I don't know. Because <laughs> Zeus has this weird magical power over everyone where everyone listens to him. I, guess, I don't get it. I don't know. Why can't one of his 6,000 other kids help? I don't know. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. So that, that part of it I wasn't too jazzed on. But the thing that I thought I wasn't going to like was actually something that I did like, and that was Jane. Yeah, I agree. I liked her I more. I have always disliked her. She's just boring. Boring. Yeah. But, as we've discussed previously, that is why I wasn't really a big Thor fan mm. in the first, like, two movies. He, he didn't have a personality. Yeah. And then when he got to be in the Avengers, he started to have a personality and then Ragnarok, he was like a person mm-hmm. that I could get on board with and it was the same thing with Jane. She just was cardboard to yeah. me for a while. Yeah. But now she has personality and she's much better. Yeah. I this was the most I liked her. I kind of felt like her story muscled in on like the the story between like gore and thor (laughs) um so that felt a little bit weird to me almost like a love triangle without the love you know like this is like a like an enemy triangle and i was like i don't i don't really like understand the give and take between these like two versions of thor but i did like her more than i've ever liked her before i liked her more than i had ever liked her before and i also like i felt I felt bad for Thor because once again, he's losing something. Mm -hmm. But again, I felt like it made him more human. And I think it also did it to, it helped Gore to see him that way. Because he was like, this is something I can't fix, even though I am a god. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah, there's like take still, your sickness away. Yeah, there's things you have to accept that are like bigger than you, even when you're like fancy, like, you know god like powers are so cool like there's still realities that you can't control Mm -hmm. that was like a really good lesson it was very humanizing Mm -hmm. that was really interesting i think they're like the whole tone of the the overarching tone of the movie felt like you know no matter how much power you gain that's not really what's important it's the relationships and like what you make of your life Mm -hmm. that's important that was and a really it, and good it kind lesson. of made me think back to dark world a little mm. bit when uh loki said to thor like why are you even bothering because no matter what no matter how happy you are she's alive for five mm. minutes to us that's true and that's a hard thing and and which i thought said a lot about his character but i think it was also just like yeah it kind of also in that instance was like well we can't interfere in their life and stuff anyway yeah and then they, I feel like they focused on that a lot more. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, so there is stuff he can't do. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And to, I think it really like undercut the, the issue that Gore had at the beginning that set him on his path. Mm-hmm. Right. That like it was suffering and death and it felt horrible. And you like want to appeal to your God and be like, fix it. You know, like I've dedicated my life to you. Use your power and fix it. And in that case, the God was like, I don't care. You're like a drop in the bucket. You're nothing to me. Like he was a jerk, but it did kind of come full circle when it was like, wow, you really can't control like life and death Mm -hmm. necessarily. But I think it was also like the intent, like, well, in that case, because at that point, Gore doesn't know that maybe, maybe even if that God wanted to, he couldn't do anything. Right. Right. But it's all in the attitude is like, he was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. I'll have more worshipers, whatever. Yeah. Versus Thor, who's like, 
oh my god <laughs> like don't i feel touch my yeah. planet like <laughs> you know and he wanted to help everybody and he didn't want anybody to be hurt mm-hmm. and to an extent i would say odin and loki are kind of like that too and frigga certainly was so it's like you know yeah they're all different but you see the nuance and i think that like story was really interesting mm-hmm. i don't know that i felt it was told in the most clear way <laughs> no but i think the idea the mm-hmm. core of it was like really interesting um and it's a that's a thinker that's a deep question mm-hmm. you know you're like ooh like life and death and like supernatural beings and their control over like mortal beings and like that's a deep not to I mean, unravel that's another reason i always like taika movies is because on one level it's like ha 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 and then you kind of like oh wait and then you kind of like pay atten- more attention mm-hmm. to what's going on and it's like whoa that's dark yeah yeah it kind of sticks with you after mm-hmm. you like are done laughing and i i loved though moving on to things we enjoyed i loved that at the like when, when they were having their big fight all the color went away mm. that was really cool visually yeah. i thought yeah the visual in this it was stunning yeah stunning the black and white planet was amazing yeah the um the gold blood in the like the hall of zeus or whatever the orgy dome whatever you want to call it yeah whatever <laughs> that was really beautiful like the skies when they were like traveling like all of that was just so the screaming goats the screaming goats it was gorgeous um that was all beautiful new asgard was gorgeous like i mean the the visual side of things was the visual storytelling was amazing mhm that was gorgeous it it really was and i and i liked how the magic changed but still worked within the same system that we're mm. already familiar with of like well heimdall's gone but we could still use um the bifrost mm-hmm. and here's how but we have to have this and yeah i love, I love those goats, <laughs> the goats so much your i know <laughs> that you did not care for the goats i thought they were overused let me put it that way. Oh God, the first so time great. it was funny and then it went on way <laughs> long and then they kept doing it. And I was like, okay, like I'm still chuckling, but like, please no more tooth grinder and <laughs> tooth nasher tooth nasher. I think is their name in English. I, I am not even going to yeah, attempt no, I don't that <laughs> in Norwegian, but yeah, no, I, I fucking loved that. I was laughing. You were I laughing the every second time, time. Every time you they screamed, I was just, I don't know why that's so funny to me, yeah. but it is. It was, to me, it was very Taika and it was very Thor, right? Because they took something from old mythology. I was going to say, I loved that it was, yeah. technically that's how he got around mm-hmm. in mythology. But they turned it into something modern. Yeah. And I, and I like, I watched that interview with Taika and he was like, everybody thought I was like drunk or something when I was like, so I was, so when he's on his ship <laughs> being pulled by goats through space and they're like, what? And he's like, no, you guys for real. That's, that's real though. That's yeah. Real. Like, <laughs> like I didn't make I that didn't up. Even, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also the goats are going to scream because screaming goats, like it, only his mind would think of that. God, you know, like of, like, of course that's what it was, but <laughs> I didn't think of that until, and then it was like, yeah, of yep, course they it do. It tracks. It makes um, sense. But I, like, a, like sidebar, but I think that's why they need to pay more attention to mythology and make movies like for mythology, yeah. mythological stories and stuff like that, because there's some wild shit. It's true. There. And I was all about the, the goat boat. Yeah. The goat boat was really funny. Uh, again, I just, I thought it I, that was the problem that I had with the movie in general was like, 
they had something funny either the joke in this was movie pretty hard, but. or, you know, like we'll pull something from Ragnarok and we'll like bring it back and it'll be so funny. And I was like, I liked okay. that they brought back the Matt Damon situation. Uh, yeah. But as you said, it was a little, a little too much too long. Yeah. A little too long. It was like, we get it. It's a callback. Okay. Now it's not a callback anymore. It's a redo. Yeah. That line. Also, get Melissa McCarthy out of here. Yeah, I also could have done without Melissa McCarthy as Hella for like the Disneyfied like version of the. I appreciate Taika making fun of Disney. That was yeah. really funny. Um, and I'm surprised they let him get away with it, I, dude. It was funny, um, but I think it it just it got like yeah. rolled out a little too long. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, a little too much, it, and it just. Panning by it would have been yes. We would have gotten. I would have been like, oh my god, yeah, Damon, yeah, yeah. We would have gotten the joke. We would have seen like, oh, it's their cute callback to Loki. Like it would have been enough. We didn't need like five solid minutes of it. (laughs) No. Um, I also I really liked seeing Tessa Thompson again. I liked her as like the king of Asgard. I thought that was awesome. Um, she's another one I wish we had gotten a little more of. I did want some more of her story for sure. I also, and normally I don't pay as much attention to her, but I was also like, what's going on with Sif? I wanted some yeah. more, some more Sif in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because all she really did was call Thor for help and lost an arm. And, and then, then she disappeared. And then at the very end of the movie, she was like showing somody how to sword fight. Mm-hmm. And that was like it. And I was like, yeah, but she's. She's a badass. She's a god. And she's one of the warriors and like all this stuff. And like mm-hmm. I understand that like she lost an arm and stuff, but I also feel like that's an opportunity to tell a story for like an like an amputee in mm-hmm. the in the MCU. You don't really see that very often and stuff like that. And you can still be a hero and yeah. all that. And also I just was like, I feel like she doesn't want to sit that out. Yeah. Going to this other world. Saving and, new Asgard. Yeah. And like saving and, all the gods. And, and like the other part that we both were talking about as we were leaving the movie is I did not buy that Valkyrie sat out. Agreed. The end. Yep. She wasn't even there. It was like you couldn't have like mighty Thor, Jane. Right. And Valkyrie fighting and Thor fighting and have it be a fight anymore. No, because so, it would have been like too much out because it yeah. would have been like so Gore walked into the room and that, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Five minutes and it's over. Um, but it felt weird to like bring in all of these like heavy hitters and then have them be like, you go, I'll be over here. Like what? Why? Like I, like, I understood why <laughs> Thor was like, Jane, you got to stay home. Cool. Right. But then I don't know, like Valkyrie, it was like, I mean, I know she was injured, but it was mm-hmm. just like. It felt like the injury was done to keep her out of the fight. Yeah. Like, narratively. Yeah. Almost like they got fridged. Yeah. Exactly. To, like, you know, push the story forward in a particular direction. Yeah, I was just kind of like, um... All those children and everything, I feel like even if you're worried that if you got killed, they wouldn't have a ruler anymore. It's just kind of like, for something like that, I feel like you should go. Yeah. Yeah, I know if I was in those shoes, I wouldn't want to sit that out. Mm-hmm. Or, Especially if you're a badass warrior. Or at the very least, like maybe if you can't fight, you could protect the kids. Something. Or like you could do, or you could be the escape driver mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Somehow involved. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't, it didn't sit right 
with me. It didn't feel like it well, was explained. Well, and I think that was also why Korg got dismantled. Mm, to keep him out of the fight. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, he's made out of rocks. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And I did, I liked, it felt a little left fieldy, but I liked Korg being the method by which we told, like, mm -hmm. a, a LGBTQ mm -hmm. Like loves a little mini love story, you know. Mm -hmm. That was <laughs> um, cute. I thought that was cute. Both his two dads, although in a previous movie he had said he had a mom. mom. So I was a little bit like, well, where was your mom in this story? And like, how does that work? I had more questions. Mm -hmm. um, but I did like that sort of, you know, like. And then it, he found his person, Dwayne. his rock, yeah, Dwayne, and they were gonna like have a little baby. Korg, you can't even say baby Korg because it wouldn't be. Cor I don't know. It's a Yoda problem, yeah, right? I like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I really like Korg. And I mean, regardless of it being Taika, it's just, I think he's just funny. And he's, he's also a good like a really good narrator. Mm -hmm. um, he's the Michael Pena of the Thor. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I thought that was a clever way to like catch everybody for like mm -hmm. people like my boyfriend who are like, what's the fuck's going yeah. on? And gather around kids and you know that was, was also an amazing callback to mad max mm -hmm. i loved it i was like yes i'm here for the mad max reference that was brought in like the whole australia new zealand moment like i was on board that was God, cute. you had half new zealand in that movie <laughs> like everyone <laughs> he's he's only missing like rose mciver and like a couple others give him time oh yeah give they're, him they're, time. they're pals they you know give him time I'm he just didn't quite have the right role yeah, for her. No, need that. Need Reese. It'll Jermaine, happen. They'll all show up. It'll happen. But <laughs> Star Wars starring mm. Rose McIver. I'd watch that. <laughs> and Jermaine Clement. Oh my God. <laughs> Kiwis in space. I'm here for it. Totally. Why not? With their screaming goats. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but when Korg, like the first time I watched it, I, I thought he was done for. Me too. Um, I wasn't ready. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, he killed Korg. And, and like, I got all like feelsy. And, yeah. then, he, and then he's like, hey, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> he and was, was okay. Like, oh, yeah. okay. He was fine. It was okay. And I kind of thought it was funny when Valkyrie tied Korg to the back of her head and he had like a mustache mm -hmm. as he's like trying to give directions. I'm easily entertained. It was screaming I, goats and a rock with a mustache. That's all you need. What's up? <laughs> I will buy all the movie tickets. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I kind of felt like some things were sacrificed. Some good things were sacrificed for the sake of the Thor and Jane story. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, I get that it was love and thunder. Like you know that makes sense to me that they were going to tell that story. But I was sort of like I would have happily given up some Jane. To get some more gore, to get some more Tessa, to get like a, a few different things. Like I feel like I would have rebalanced the movie. Yeah. I also just don't really like superhero personally superhero movies that are like a love story. I will say that I remember when the title came out and it was Love and Thunder, and I knew Jane was going to be in it. I was like, oh. yeah. So at the end of this one, when we found out love meant something else, mm -hmm. I was very happy yeah about that yeah and i don't know why the first time i saw it i got a little weepy <laughs> but like <laughs> it was very sweet yeah it was very nice it was uh, it brings up a lot more questions about the larger mcu this whole like eternity 
monster god thing that like grants you a wish it does make me go like i don't understand how this all comes together Mm -hmm. so like then that makes me wonder about the multiverse like okay so is there an eternity in every multiverse is there not is like if i make a wish on this one does that reflect across all of them you know and then why did thanos seek the infinity stones when he could have just used the eternity wish yeah, it would have been way easier to get Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Why did Scarlet Witch go through everything that she went through in Multiverse of Madness if she could have just used the Eternity Wish? Or is it like only only gods know about it? But then how did Gore figure that out? I don't Killing know. all the gods. I don't know. It's very confusing to me. It It felt like this weird corner of the MCU. That it was like, don't pay any attention to anything else that's happening. Just focus over here. Because I was like, but wh- I guess, <laughs> I guess as the MCU goes on, I get confused about what is the the ultimate thing. Mm-hmm. There's because, always a new ultimate thing because it's like, okay, so we had the Infinity Stones, okay, and then then there's the Book of the Dead, and then there's like, you know, all these different and the Eternity mm-hmm. Door and. So which is the thing? <laughs> None of them. All of them are is the anything thing. the thing? And then like, what if this thing and this thing get triggered at the same time? Mm-hmm. Who wins? Who? Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> like, I yeah, I'm a little confused. And maybe the answer lies in the bajillion comics somewhere, and I'm just not familiar yeah. with it. But or it's an effect of the bajillion comics, yeah. where like each comic has its own like ultimate thing, and they all just coexist, and it's fine, and <laughs> and it's just the way it is. Yeah, so even my tiny little human brain can't comprehend things on that scale, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah, not, like I'm just kind of like, okay, so while Thanos was out running around getting stones and stuff, why didn't Thor just go, hey, right, I'm going to go to eternity real quick <laughs> and uh, yeah. wish that the Infinity Stones didn't exist mm-hmm. or something? He could have brought back Natasha with his wish. I think it won, though. That would have been a really good use of the wish. <laughs> I guess. I kind of feel like getting rid of the Infinity Stones might have been right. Also, a, better, a good wish. Yeah, I wish mean, like in that particular scenario. There's but... a lot of potential wishes that could have been the wish. Yeah, and I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wish Thanos didn't want them, or you wish whatever. Thanos was never born. You'd save Gamora. You would save. Na- you know, like it would save countless you worlds. Think about the chain of events, though. Sure, sure. Because if Gamora is not Gamora, why is Gamora? It's fine. It's a multiverse. There's still as, some as universe. Drax would say, "Why is Gamora?" Yeah. So yeah, that I, you know, it was a lot to take in. We should talk about how the Guardians were in this movie. They were for a minute. They I... were longer than I expected them to be. Yeah, I. The transition to me was the hardest part right at the like right off the top between this like really sad story of like the making of gore to like Thor chilling with the guardians and like that ridiculous like you know we'll save the planet oops we made um, a mess can I like just say how much I loved him wearing that poncho flying around <laughs> on his axe <laughs> that um, was a tough transition I for was, me I was about that <laughs> That was uh, that was my like non love of comedy showing. That whole to me, I liked that because that was a good callback to Ragnarok, where he wasn't riding Mjolnir. Yeah, no, when Korg was like, so like you fly around on the hammer, and he's like, no, 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 and he, but then like you could see he was like, I guess I could. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
Steve's the arm strength. I can just yeah, man. <laughs> so, but I I do like um, Thor and Quill's interactions mm. because yeah, I don't think they would get along very well. Yeah. It was a fair, like, no, I'm in charge. No, I'm clearly in charge. You know, like, that tension felt like it made sense. It's true. Um, They did a lot of, like, just zaniness, and then they left. And that was very Guardians, but it felt, like, turned up to, like, 14. Yeah, but I got more Rocket, which is all I'm ever really after. (laughs) You'll take it. I love Rocket. (laughs) Take it every time. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like it was. It's supposed to be the bridge to Guardians Three. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of want to wait for the like end of that story to like get the payoff from this movie. Yeah, because they didn't really say where they were going. Nope, they left it very mysterious. And I know that Peter wants to go find Gamora mm-hmm. when she wants to be found, kind of thing. But I'm I am very curious how that story is going to wrap up. Yeah. That was, it felt like a little breadcrumb that we like have to wait to pick up later. Um, so from that perspective, I was like, okay, I just, it like, again, it felt like it went on a little bit long and it was a little silly, the silly. I enjoyed (laughs) that. The only part that I was kind of like, okay, this went on a little too long was at the end when Thor was like, I give you this ship. And Quill was like, this is my ship. And I was yeah. like, okay, like even yeah. Thor would be aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he was a little too, yeah, not, yeah. So, but other than that, I was happy to see them, mm-hmm. and I was happy to see Darcy again. Mm-hmm. And for a split second, Eric Selvig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish we'd gotten a little more Darcy. I would have taken a little more Eric too. Um, you know, I think they, they kind of just, like, put everyone. It was, like, the best of yeah in there. The only other thing I can think of off the top of my head that I was, like, that went on a little long was um, the montage of Jane and Thor's breakup. Yeah. But I liked how Korg told it. Mm-hmm. And because all we got in Ragnarok was, oh, it was mutual. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about it. And Loki was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> and whatever. it definitely wasn't mutual. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I liked... How they how Korg told the story and then it was like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense why mm-hmm. that didn't pan out and stuff. Because yeah. in all these superhero stories, the love interest either gets fridged or they just kind of like vanish at some mm-hmm. point. You don't really know what happened. So I, I enjoyed that. But it, it was a little much when they were like arguing about the dishes and stuff like yeah. that. But but it was like seeing into their life and again Mm -hmm. giving both of them a little bit more of a personality yeah and i think that was like a very like out of all the ridiculous things that happened in this movie yeah that felt really real yeah because like (laughs) and and i and i I also liked that it kind of kept the feeling of like they both clearly still cared about each other but it just wasn't Mm -hmm. it just there was no way to make it work yeah and one of you is an avenger and the other one's you know trying to solve whatever she's trying to solve with the weather or whatever she was doing (laughs) i can't remember like that's the thing i was so bored with her in the other movies i can't even really remember what what was the point of you she was doing um yeah when thor fell out of the sky Um, (laughs) but yeah it it did make sense it kind of like 
why their epic love, like when you put it on a daily level, it just it didn't work. And it was a good reflection of like all of these stories and mythology of like humans and gods. You were like, aha, well, I see why that would never like why it never worked out. Right. Well, yeah. Like it makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of what Loki was saying in Dark World. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for us because we last so much longer and, we're and they're so going to get busier. they're going to get old and whatever. And <laughs> When I like, like when you're Thor, you have like this obligation Mm -hmm. to everything, to everything, everything. And he was before all that shit went down, he was supposed to rule Asgard Mm -hmm. like with your human queen who's going to last like two seconds in comparison to you. Like, that's a lot of stress. If I remember correctly from Dark World and this is like my brain because I did not like that that, like twice and I watched it for Loki. Let's Um, be real here. Freya and Jane kind of had like a similar talk, mm-hmm. you know, about like, hey, it's I dimly recall that it's yeah. like not this is like a world that's outside of like anything that, you know, mm-hmm. as like a human. And it's it's really fucking hard. Yeah. And like maybe it's not a good choice because you're going to end up getting hurt and you're going to hurt him. Yeah. And like that really was true and you know i feel like that was a good continuation of like that narrative of like the relationship between humans and gods is fraught yes and i was glad that they kind of finally addressed that but you know what <laughs> that post credit scene where <laughs> jane got to valhalla that was nice that made me really happy because then also now that i actually give a shit about jane <laughs> I was like, oh, so when Thor dies, they could be together. They can again. be together mm-hmm. and it won't be an issue. Yeah. So that I was cool with. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see Heimdall too. Well, and I liked that it, it kind of confirmed, like, because now I can't remember who said it, but someone told Gore, like, when you die, there's nothing. Mm. And Valhalla is not real and all that stuff. And. Then it was like, oh, but it is. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yay. So we know Thor is going to end up there. Like, yeah, there was something like good in all of the pain mm-hmm. and all of the like loss because he's lost so much. He really has. You know, like we can assume like Odin maybe would be there and like Freya would be there mm-hmm. and like all of those people that he's lost, all of his friends. I mean, Frigga? Uh, Frigga, yeah. Um, all of his friends who bit the dust in Ragnarok. Yeah. They'll be there, mm-hmm. I would think, because they're like warriors and they died in battle. Die and, in, well, Odin didn't die in battle. Odin didn't die in battle. But he's, you know, the big cheese or whatever. So I feel like he would get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all of his friends who Hela killed, they'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of nice. It's sort of like is something good that's waiting for him. Yeah. So I think that when Hemsworth decides he's done with Thor, I'll feel a little bit better. Cause I'll be like, Oh, he's going to get to go to Valhalla yeah. with Jane. Yeah. So now that I actually give a shit about Jane, <laughs> you you appreciated the that only of took like three movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad she came back for this movie in particular, because I think the way that it was left at the end of Dark World was, like, really just, like, ugh, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't like it. It gave me, like, bad, bad feelings. And then the little remark in Ragnarok was, like, oh, that's the end? Like, ugh, what a disappointment. Yeah. I was, like, I mean, as much as I didn't like her at that point, I was just kind of, like, really? That's all? Yeah. You're just going to be, like, yeah, it was it was mutual. Anyway. Yeah. Like, like, just forget about it. Anyways, this Doctor Strange guy. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this was a better, like ending 
for her character. And I, it was like a triumphant return and then a better ending. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Well, and the other thing that really made me like her is like, she knew that if she turned into mighty Thor again and went and saved him, like that was going to be it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, so you, uh, you have a bigger heart than I thought. Yeah. Like the previous movies, because like, the way that like Thor was so heartbroken and he was like, Oh yeah, it was mutual. And you could just tell he just wanted to like jump off a cliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, wow, Jane, what the hell did you do to him? Like, yeah, but it was more complicated and yeah. it was like more, you kind of felt both sides. I felt, I felt like she cared more. Yeah. yeah. And it just made her more well-rounded to mm-hmm. me and stuff and heroic. Yeah. And well, then the- I was like, Oh, I see why Thor likes you now. Right. And why she's worthy of Mjolnir. Exactly. Going into that, I was like, really? Is she though? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was kind of like, is it just because Thor told the hammer like to you protect know? her? Yeah. But then I was like, yeah, no, she is. She worthy. has some, yeah, she has some. She's major... not cap worthy, <laughs> but she's up there. Ooh, and I read a theory online that Mjolnir sucking Jane's humanity, like, str- you know, like mm, human strength her life from force, her, yeah. uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then was related to like Cap. This is like a crazy internet theory. Was related to Cap lifting Mjolnir in Endgame, um, or whichever one it was. Like yeah. in uh, Endgame, that that sucked a little bit of his humanity, and that's why he was okay with like traveling through time and like giving himself a happy ending at the end. <laughs> crazy internet theories abound. Huh? I was like, I don't know that I buy that. I but don't think I buy that. Okay. <laughs> I think he was just tired. Like, wait, but that, you know, people try to like stitch it all together. And, and then I'm he like, came back okay. looking suspiciously like Joe Biden. <laughs> Just saying. There's some shenanigans happening. Yeah, here's my shield. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think the internet goes a little crazy sometimes. I think he was just tired and he knew that yeah. if he just stayed in the house, like some kind of, <laughs> I don't It'd know. It'd be fine. He's like, I just can't go outside or. Yeah, it's all gonna be fine ever that's worth it <laughs> okay after all the shit he put up with dude worth it yeah <laughs> um but yeah i don't know that like i don't know that i loved the mjolnir and stormbreaker as like pets oh, almost or like his exes like his gr- yeah like the was, fo- like I, it was a little I, funny mm, and then it was like oh, okay that's again a little a little too much a little too much I get it. We've got like both of them now in the like story. So like, how do we deal with that? Like, haha. If you could wield one of them, which one would you want though? I feel like Mjolnir is more compact and that's attractive to me. Yeah. Fits, you know, like in more (laughs) places, but Stormbreaker is so like badass. Plus the influence of Groot is there you can fly it you can fly i mean yeah would i i don't know because it seems very unsafe but yeah but like (laughs) it is cool that it flies yeah (laughs) i think i would pick stormbreaker because i feel like it was more like of a of a process to get it so it feels more like valuable more earned plus group also group How about you? Which one would you pick? I think I would pick Mjolnir. Fair. Because, yes, it's going to fit in my purse, probably. True. Because I do have big-ass purses. But also, I like that you can, like, throw it Mm. easier. Good point. And, 
like you you could still fly it doesn't look as cool <laughs> but like i feel like it would be easier because i'm also a little mm-hmm. i'm a little tiny person so it would it's be more easier. compact yeah yeah and i just feel like it would be easier to like wing it around and i also like that like i mean i know that you can throw a storm breaker and it'll come back and stuff but, but it's, it's like, big yeah it's big but i liked and i thought that was really cool Jane's Mjolnir, how it broke into pieces mm. and mm-hmm. did that. That was really cool. Extra added bonus power. So if mm. you were going to take Mjolnir, would you take like post breakage? I would like that one. Post Hella yep. Mjolnir. Yep. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It definitely got some added cool features. It did. In, uh, so. in being. Plus it's a museum piece, which is mm. always cool to yeah. have around. Yeah. It did have a bit of more of an attitude. It did. Post. It did. But Stormbreaker is pretty badass. So. That you can't lose, really, either way. Yeah. Um, and that's fair. It, either one is a good choice, I think. There are pluses to both. I just don't want Gore's sword. Yeah, no, that has that. too much of a cost. Um, it, it was very, like, venom-y, very, like, symbiote-y. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was very, like, venom. Which I know they're not allowed to... It's like I a mean, whole mutant situation, um, but we got a little tiny bit of venom at the end of. We did, <clears throat> so it could be they could be building something here. I don't know. I had that thought when we were in the movie right. theater. I was like, "Are they gonna like get like the way they gave Spider Man? Are we like gonna get this now? Maybe. It's possible. It's possible." So I have got that like in the back of well, my mind. And, like they have all the venomized Funkos and mm-hmm. stuff. So I wonder if that's like the first step. Perhaps we're building something here. Maybe. We shall see. Yep. So overall, I really enjoyed this movie. It's not my favorite Thor movie, mm. but I would say it's probably my second favorite Thor movie. Yeah. That's that's a weird list. Dark though. World <laughs> is I watched that for Loki. Yeah. That's it. Um, and then the original Thor was like a little too Shakespearean for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it had potential, but again, it was like, so Thor, you got a personality or no? <laughs> okay, cool. You just want to smash stuff? Pretty much. Right. Yeah. He had to, he had to get humanized over the course yeah, of but several. I did, like Darcy and stuff like that. So I mean mm-hmm. like the side characters were, were pretty cool overall, but like Thor and Jane, I was like, so you guys are boring. Like, yeah, don't need more of this. So I would say it's it's not right. Like I don't think anything's gonna beat Ragnarok. No, that's just so good. Yeah, yeah, I would put it second too. But that is because to me, there's like the pre Taika Thor movies, like way down here, mm-hmm. and then like the Taika Thor movies, like way up here. Yeah. So there's a big gap between them, and then like I put, you know, Thor four more Thor um, first score. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like in that big gap and then like there's another big gap and then Ragnarok. <laughs> so it's like hard to rank them because they're, they're so disparate to me, like in terms mm. of how much I liked them. I would give this probably like three screaming goats, maybe two and a half screaming goats. I don't know. No wonder that goes screaming. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just the screaming half. You can pick which half is the screaming half. <laughs> Um, but I, it just, it didn't quite like feel that satisfaction that I felt leaving Ragnarok. I was like, yes, this was awesome. Well, and the end of that was like a, oh shit moment. Yeah. It just had like so much. Whereas, yeah, the end of this one, like we said, is like, oh, Hercules. Cool. Yeah. 
I needed like, I don't know, it didn't feel as fresh. It felt like when you go to like when you eat a really delicious meal Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, this was just amazing. And then you try to recreate it and it just like doesn't quite happen. That's how this felt. That's fair. You know, like it didn't capture the magic Mm -hmm. of Ragnarok, but it tried. It tried. And it gave us some things that I will remember fondly. (laughs) Screaming goats. (laughs) The screaming goats were funny. Sure. Um, When they get that Funko Pop, I'll make sure that... uh, that we it's out <laughs> oh is it really are they big or are they like regular it's, size it's like thor in the goat boat oh my gosh by frost being pulled by the goats so it's a whole like, it's like set. a little scene yeah yeah oh my goodness that's why did uh, i even and want... i guess at disneyland they're selling the little plushy screaming goats oh do, do you squeeze I, them and I they I, I hope they and do. And they scream? Like, I, I would uh, hope so. Right? Because I would be so happy. Yeah. That is very cute. But it could be quiet like Morris. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Difficult to say. We'll have to go to Disney and find out. Well, twist my arm. Right? Let's like, ugh, no, I not. I hate <laughs> Avengers campus. <laughs> Never want to go it back sucks. again. Um, so no one should go because we're definitely not going. Mm. Girl, you say when. <laughs> Um, so what are we going to talk about next time? We're going to talk about something I really enjoy, which is the Sandman. Nice. And we're talking the Netflix series. Yes. Cause I've never read the comics. Right. So the original work is a DC comic. Oh, DC. We're weird. betraying ourselves here, odd, but <laughs> written by Neil Gaiman. So it's okay. Because. Again, it comes down to the writer for me. Sure. So, uh, but it is a comic series. It is also an audible drama. Mm. Is it like a play um, that they did like based on the comics? Kind of. Huh. So it's like, it's on audible and it's like narrated by Neil Gaiman, but then all of the characters are different. Like uh, Michael Sheen plays Lucifer. Nice. And then, like, James McAvoy is Morpheus and stuff like that. It's, so it's a cast. Cat uh, Dennings is death. Oh, <laughs> I kind of love that. It was amazing. Yeah, that's good casting. Yeah, and that that's a series, too. And then there's now there's the Netflix series, which is its, like, own kind mm. of thing. Hmm. Does it follow the comics? It follows, like, one of the mm-hmm. comics, right? It, yeah. I don't really know that much. I'm on episode one of the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. So I'm like a new, I'm a noob at the moment. Yeah. So I, I would say spoilers for all variations mm. of the Sandman, but um, we're going to be largely talking about the Netflix series. Cause um, that's the only thing I know anything about. Yeah, And <laughs> like when I went and saw Neil Gaiman in uh may he talked about it a little bit and Mm. he was very excited about it and now i see why yeah so go watch it it's awesome it is a little creepy Mm. yeah and there are some sad moments so 
Yeah, if you um, are familiar with Coraline, Good Omens, mm-hmm. you know what you're in for. All that kind of stuff, <laughs> Stardust. Um, you know that it's it's magical, but it, it's also very dark. Yeah, and there's in, a lot of like ways. mythology involved because he can't help himself. <laughs> I know, you know, his Norse just, mythology. Oh my god, it's his jam. It's his thing, and he does it really well. Yeah, so. so um, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Woo. I'm excited to watch the rest of it. I only saw episode one and it was good. So I, and I feel like not knowing the comics, not that knowing. That dude is exactly how I pictured Morpheus. Really? Just saying. <laughs> I feel like I got a good introduction. Like I understand the story mm-hmm. having no pr- pre-knowledge mm-hmm. of what this story is about. I mean, I know the mythology but not know, never reading the comics, never knowing like anything else about the story. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did a good job introducing and setting up yes. the world, so I don't feel intimidated going yeah. in, which I always appreciate. Yeah, when it's something. So I new. would say, yeah, don't like. It's nothing to avoid because it's too complicated right. or whatever. It feels very accessible as mm-hmm. a story already, mm-hmm. which I think is a good sign. So I'm excited. Go Neil. Woo! Yeah, good job. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about in a couple weeks. So you've got some time to go watch it. It's only like eight episodes or something or 10 episodes. I think it's, I think it's 10. And not I think that they're many. Like, I think they're like 45 minutes yeah. or something. It's not that much. Um, you know, you can probably binge it in like, oh, like watching it a couple episodes a day, oh, yeah. like for a week, you know, and it wouldn't take too, not too much. Um, and it's possibly got more seasons. I don't know. I'd be shocked if it didn't. Because mm, um, there's more story. More story. And I, I don't know if you noticed, spoiler-ish, not really, but like at the end of episode one, it said this season on. Mm-hmm. So that so leads kind of me to up. believe that they've yeah. already maybe renewed or something, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll see we'll how see. I feel when I get there, but I'm excited to finish it and then talk about it with you. Yay. Me too. <laughs> so we'll be back until then. Stay cool. Stay safe. Continue to wash your hands to get this monkey pox madness and co- just take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> Please. And thank you. And take care of each other. Bye. Bye.